0: In the inevitable and completely tedious comparisons of LA versus San Francisco, the debate over who has the steepest street is, if not completely find outable, definitely one of the more fun to actually road test. And even though Echo Park's Baxter Street is not the steepest street in either city, that's been proven, it comes close. And it does have one very remarkable part the top. Baxter's remarkable because it's not just steep one way. Driving up from Alessandro to Alvarado is a bit nail bitery especially if you're driving a stick. But at the top is where it goes from City Street to Amusement Park. Because for a good five seconds while you're cresting the hill and before you hit the equally steep descent down to Lakeshore Avenue, you literally cannot see the road you're driving on.
1: One thing about Google Earth and Google Street View and Google Maps is that it doesn't give you any real sense of like the topology of a place. And the way that hills really like, are these huge, dangerous things.
0: In 2010, Brandon Harvey and Sarah Mesley packed up their car in Michigan and drove out to an apartment they'd rented sight unseen in Echo Park. They'd both taken new jobs that they'd hoped would quickly push their somewhat stalled careers quickly forward.
2: I was um, driving our station wagon, which was very full and it had our dog in it and bikes on the back. Um, And we expected that it would take a long time to get into the city because of traffic. Um, And I kept thinking that before we got into the city and the city traffic, we would change drivers because I'm not a very confident driver.
1: Sarah's career as an academic was at a certain dead end. And my career and what I was doing was at a certain dead end. And she cast a line out and... um, it was very late in the school year and it was very unlikely that she would really get anything. And she cast a line out for something that was kind of a big opportunity. And she applied to this thing at UCLA. And, um, up to that moment, she had had a very bad impression of LA. And there was a joke that we had at that time where I said, you're going to apply for this thing at UCLA. You know what those four letters stand for, right? Like that's actually in Los Angeles. And, She's like, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that um, a big part of me feeling like a Midwesterner and an Iowan was feeling like living in California in general and Southern California in particular was a moral failing and a sign of weakness and self-indulgence and selfishness and not to be trusted and to perhaps be helped anybody who had succumbed to this weakness. Um, but definitely to be looked at with suspicion and probably derision and judgment
1: (laughs) but ambition kind of won out we knew we didn't know what we were getting into and that we were just ready to start the next thing Um, because we were more tired of the old thing than we had really realized so we turned our back and we just drove to town
2: and we were coming in on the 134 heading west which if you've done that drive you know that it is extremely beautiful with the hills and the downtown peeking up over this kind of mountain ridge like a strange emerald city
1: we're following these weird directions that are going on these weird freeway ramps over and under things and these crazy freeway ramps that are like hanging with these very long like 25 yard long streamers of ivy and creeper vine um, and things are just different and lush and strange and we're going down these hills and up these hills and then suddenly we make a left turn and we're going up baxter avenue
0: baxter street was one of the first streets committed to map in los angeles There was a map drawn in 1884 and it shows baxter as this wide main street on a grid of wide main streets that really just divided up the land into rectangles for the new families who now owned it. The maps show a few curly lines around the intersection of Baxter and Alvarado. A couple hills, maybe?
2: So we turned, and all of a sudden, we turn onto this road, and just like the road rose up in front of me, and there was nothing there but cement.
1: Suddenly, we're going what feels like straight up in our full stuff-to-the-brim kind of uh, station wagon
2: And the car went and pitched up and it was like way down in the back by this dog who was freaking out and these bicycles on the back.
1: We're both kind of freaking out and we're both kind of laughing at ourselves, freaking out. And we're like, this, this is what we get into.
2: I actually said out loud, I'm from the Midwest, Um, which basically meant that I had no way to prepare in any way (laughs) for this experience uh, upon which I was embarking.
1: Um Baxter Avenue goes up and then back down so steeply and so suddenly, like there's this moment where you can't even see the ground.
2: When you get to the top of the hill, it's so steep that there's a moment where your front wheels aren't on the road anymore, and then you have to tip over and you can't see where you're going at all. Um or if somebody's gonna kill you, and you just have to kind of go forward in faith. And then what happens is that you go down just as steep and then right back up again. Um so we went over the second ridge on Baxter and went down and then had to make another immediate right onto Vestal, which is another street, which is the street where we were living, Vestal Avenue.
1: And like, whoa, we're on our street now.
2: And pulled over this roller coaster into our new life that was waiting there for us.
0: And did it, did it, did it feel like home to you then?
1: In a way, it felt like home partly because we've already made the choice And so in that moment, I was just saying, yes, like, this feels amazing. This feels fantastic. And also there's no choice. So this must be where I'm supposed to be.
0: I was noticing today, um, I was standing on Baxter for probably a good, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes just recording the cars going by. And I would notice those cars came over the peak you know, where you're kind of coming up and then you can't really see down the other side. Really, there are two types of people who drive Baxter. There are the people who are doing it white-knuckled, deadly serious, and then there are people who are laughing the entire time. And I wonder um, if you think, you know, which which one are you and
2: what you think that that means about you? Um, no, I'm laughing more but what I notice is that there's two different kinds of people who are going over that hill which is the people who haven't done it yet and they try and slow down at the top because they think that that will make it safer and they're wrong that's the thing that makes it totally scary and deadly for everyone is that when you're in the peak you put the brakes on and try and make it safer and what you need to get over that hill is um, some momentum and some trust and that is what the Baxter Hills have taught me which is another way of saying that that is what California in general has taught me. <laughs> um, yeah, being wrong about California, um, uh, changed my life and gave me a whole new lease on myself. It made me realize it's okay to be wrong about things.
1: So we felt very open. I think I say we, because we were experiencing it very much as two people at that moment. Um, We felt very open to it. We needed it to take us in, in a way, at that moment. And that's pretty much what happened.